I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab is brought to you by GoNetSpeed, your choice for crazy fast fiber internet. I didn't even know they were going to do that, clearly. <laughs> Matt didn't give me a heads up. Yes, GoNetSpeed is our uh, our sponsor. We're really excited about it. If you have GoNetSpeed in your area, you're lucky. Uh, my name, I'm Eric, and... Uh, I'm Bob. And Bob's back. <laughs> <laughs> He's back. He had uh, last Saturday off, and TJ sat in, and... Uh, we're very excited to have him back, and uh, we had a fun time with TJ, too, and, and, and TJ might come back more often, he said. Yeah. Well, well, that's good. He used to do it a lot, and oh, uh, he used to enjoy it. But Five-year hiatus, he said, and uh, he said, you know, I miss it a little bit, so uh, it'd be great to to have him back. And now, now Matt is telling me our mics are hot. You, you can't win. You know, we're here in the hermetically sealed studios of uh, East Hartford, Connecticut at Tab Computer Systems, and Matt's back in Farmington. I can't see him, so you know how we communicate? text <laughs> <laughs> well at least we're using technology yes we are we uh, you wouldn't believe what we're leveraging in this room right now um so feel free to get online 800-966-WTIC 522-WTIC and we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems comments questions and concerns now speaking of concerns bob you have some news you wanted to bring up oh my this God. is one of my favorite concerns <laughs> well i got a couple of them that i thought were perfect for you uh-huh <laughs> all right so this is uh, um, Reuters. Not Reuters. No. <laughs> Reuters, Reuters, or however you say it. CNET yeah. slash Roadshow article. All right, okay. All right. Sure. And it uh, starts if EB if EV electric vehicle rebates subsidize luxury cars, the Biden's plan all is already a bust. Mm-hmm. Commentary. There is zero reason to offset the price of a six-figure electric car. I've been saying it since it started, since Tesla started getting that deal. President Joe Biden on Wednesday announced a sweeping $2.25 trillion infrastructure plan, which calls for a big change in the way U.S. treats electric car buyers. The administration wants direct rebates at the point of sale. Right. No, you don't, you don't even have to fill out your taxes anymore. Yeah, that's right. They take it right even off faster, the top. right off the top. <laughs> In other words, the government may soon provide you, the buyer, money towards a brand new electric vehicle. Right. Otherwise known a EV. Right as you sign on the dotted line, no tax credit, just cash going 
back into your pocket. Actually, right. it's not going into your pocket. It's, it's coming out of your pocket. <laughs> <laughs> it's going into the dealer's or the manufacturer's pocket. Let's well, put it that way. Sure. So, however, if the administration fails to focus this effort on American car buyers that need it most, the plan is already broken. Right. Surely it can be hard to learn from the federal EV tax credit program, which fails to focus on the right cars. Right. For example, today, anyone can walk into a Porsche dealership and order a $150,000 Taycan turbo electric sedan. And in 2022, when filing their 2021 taxes, they'll receive a $7,500 tax credit from Uncle Sam. Cha-ching, well, from you and me. That's a tax credit. The common folks. That's like right off the top of right. their taxes, not... No, I know. It's yeah. direct off the top, right back into their pockets. People who can afford a $150,000 electric Porsche get a tax break thanks to you and I. But we're only going to tax the rich. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem like taxing the rich to me. That seems like us dinglings are the one paying for their high-end Porsches, which, hey, I, I applaud them if they can afford them. Good for you. You worked hard to get it. You want to buy it? Go ahead. But you don't need any 7500 bucks out of my pocket or my kid's pocket or my grandkid's pocket. I don't have any grandkids yet. But, I mean, the point is, what are you doing? What are you crediting these people 7500 bucks for? Well, so long as they paid more tax than the credit, it's a broken system ripe for exploitation. Yeah. But only because the electric vehicle tax credit wasn't meant to last forever. Way back in 2009, the Obama administration faced a sputtering economy. And part of the plan was to not only put Americans back to work, right. but also put the public in more fuel-efficient vehicles. That led to the creation of a $2.4 billion fund to subsidize the purchase of an EV or PHEV or... Um, or a hybrid, probably. Or, yeah, that's what a uh, oh. hy hybrid is. But anyway, okay. uh, but... Uh, uh, other and other initiatives <clears throat> at the plan's inception few cars uh that were qualified were on sale the chevy volt nissan right. leaf and the tesla model f became poster children today that's not the case with far more luxury evs on sale than modestly priced than modestly priced electric vehicles right. The federal oh they put the ones on sale that were the highest price course, by the way of course and not the ones that uh, were uh, lower for the for the for the common folk that's right. common ruck so <clears throat> EVs on sale uh, the federal government also seriously underestimated how long it'd take to see EVs and traditionally powered cars reach price parity we're still not there hence right. the push to continue to subsidize electric cars in some form right. And he goes Again, on. I'm okay with subsidizing the lower end cars. So if you want to take a electric vehicle, let's that's going to be cost, let's say thirty thousand dollars, and knock it, knock seventy five hundred bucks off. Now you put that car in the hands of people who can afford it. You know the the, the common folks. If you really care about getting EVs on the road, but if you if you Subsidize $150,000 electric Porsches. Who are you helping? <laughs> what are you doing? And I've had discussions with folks who can afford these things, and they're yelling at me, what are you, what are you, what are you like a communist? I'm like, I'm a con no. I think it's ridiculous to be giving people who can afford $150,000 cars $7,500 in tax credits. That's kooky. So it's the, nuts. This article was written by Sean Simkowski, and it says, I don't make policy, nor do I really want to. But there is simply no logical reason why an individual with their heart set on a Bentley Pentayaga hybrid right. or a Ferrari SF90 Stradale need, needs to needs the feds to help them out. Uh oh, it's ridiculous. No way. I'm not making those examples up either. No, I know. Check you're out not. what the government pays for all qualifying cars here. They have a link. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, it's it, a lot of money too. Goes on. Oh, man. Billions of dollars. I mean, I've always talked about Elon being the biggest. He's like a, he's on the I don't know. He's the biggest recipient of of most of these subsidies because he's sold all the electric cars. But we'll put a link up there for you guys. You can read it. It's something <laughs> I've been talking about forever. Uh, it doesn't make any sense, but then again, they're from the government and they're here to help. Uh, <laughs> in other words, in other news, uh, Microsoft failed to shore up defenses that could have limited the solar winds hack, according to a U.S. senator. Um, this is a Reuters story from San Francisco. Microsoft Corp's failure to fix problems with its cloud software facilitated the massive solar winds attack that compromised at least nine. Federal government agencies, yes, it's cloud software facilitated the massive solar winds attack that affected nine federal government agencies, including security experts and the office of the of U.S. Senator Ron Wyden, who is the guy who was complaining. The vulnerability, first publicized, revealed by researchers in 2017, allows hackers to fake the identity of authorized employees to gain access to customers' cloud services. The technique was one of many used in the solar winds attack. Wyden, who has faulted tech companies on security and privacy issues as a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, blasted Microsoft for not doing more to prevent forged identities or warn customers about it. The federal government spends billions on Microsoft software, Wyden told Reuters ahead of the Solar Winds hearing on Friday in the House of Representatives. It should be cautious about spending any more. Uh-oh. Before we find out why the company didn't warn the government about the hacking technique the Russians used. And the, the Russians used something called a golden SAML. And it's been known for 2017. And uh, Microsoft is saying, oh, nobody ever was going to use it. So we didn't think it was really important. And the security folks never thought they would use it. But, yeah, you know, we didn't think it was going to be something to worry about. Well, thanks, Microsoft. We appreciate it. <laughs> golden SAML's been around. Uh, and, and that's their answer. It hasn't been used in an attack before. Okay. How uh, do you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> we'll put the link up here for you guys so you can read it. But it's nice. It's, Microsoft's got to do something. And I've been saying this for a while now that, you know, this, this past month of March has been brutal for IT people out there. So please, you know, you know, hug an IT guy when you see him every now and again. We're going through some hell. We really are. And it's all <laughs> thanks to Microsoft. Well, you know? You mean like the update that crashes and gives you a blue screen of death when you try to print exactly <laughs> or the exchange hole that was there for 10 years and you know you got to patch hundreds of thousands of exchange servers it guys you know we're we're running on fumes man and we need some help so uh and we'll thank microsoft for this i mean obviously it's our bread and butter right however we'd be happy to use a different operating system it guys don't just use microsoft because because they want to it's because it has, happens to be the one that's winning right now. We used to use Novell. We used to use IBM OS 2. You know, why not? You know, let's get some competition in here. Microsoft, you know, gave it away. And this is what we got. Golden samples and wide open exchange holes and blue screens of death when you print. Well, we have a lot. Microsoft in their operating system has a lot of legacy code. Yes, they do. <laughs> that goes the all the way back. The kernels, as, the, as, it, as they're called, uh, goes back a long way. They like to retread the same stuff and to, charge you again. To land manager, mm -hmm. who they bought the operating system from in the first place. Right. Because Microsoft never wrote that. I believe it. No, they bought land manager. And before that, even yep. the... Uh, the uh, Oh, what was the first the the DOS? Yeah. He didn't uh, Oh, oh yeah, Xerox DOS itself. Thing. He bought it for $50,000. Right, right, from Xerox. He yeah. had them turn their heads and cough. No, no. <laughs> no he bought it from right. the developer that wrote it. Right, right. But then, you know, then he went 
and in partnership with IBM. Right. And that worked out really well. Yeah, didn't it? <laughs> IBM, IBM's like, we used to be a blue chip. Uh, so again, we got some things going on here with Microsoft. And, you know, if, think of your IT guys. I know, I mean, basically when you call an IT guy, you've got a problem. And, you know, that's all we get. So feel free to send us a nice note every now and again. Thanks, thanks, IT guy, for being there in the basement. We appreciate that. You don't get any sun or fresh air, but we're happy you're there. Uh, you know, we, 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 maybe we need a day, the IT guy day. And maybe it should be maybe month of March as understanding an IT guys, you know, what what we go through. Nobody seems to understand us, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only half joking. Uh, <laughs> well, when, when we go out on a service call, they go, help, our computer's crashed. And you get to the front door and it's locked. And say, <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's crazy. All right. In other news, as you guys probably noticed this, it wasn't an April Fool's joke. Microsoft's cloud services went down again, uh, April, uh, April, uh, 1st in the evening. Uh, the, you know, Xbox went down, Office, uh, Office, otherwise known as Office 365, which is becoming Office, I don't know, 234. Uh, Bing, other services, the D, it's a DNS issue in this case. But again, constant issues with Microsoft. Even their, even their site that tells you their status of their site, went down. Why? Because they don't use a backup service from another provider because they would never think they would go down. So you couldn't even find the status of Microsoft's stuff because the status site was down. What happened ever happened to redundancy? I don't know. They clearly don't they clearly don't subscribe to those basic <laughs> features of uh, of technologies. I'll put a link up here for you guys you can read the story. It was not an April Fools joke. They've been this has been this has really been a bad few weeks for Microsoft. Uh, and for being an IT geek. <laughs> so you mean Microsoft's uh, practice is uh, do as I say, not, not as, as I, I do? do. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to be here until 11 o'clock on this bright and sunny Saturday morning. Please feel free to get online with us, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We are broadcasting live over at WTIC's Facebook page. And, uh, of course, everything we talk about will be posted live by Mike G., over to computertalkwithtab.com or over to our Facebook page. If you like Tab Computer Systems on our um, on our Facebook page and Mark Zuckerberg deems the news worthy and you're not in Australia, you might get the news. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And uh, we will do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. And I'm trying to make sure my mics aren't too hot for Matt. Um, so feel free to get online. we got uh, who's first here? We've got Nancy in Old Saybrook first. What's going on, Nancy? You there? Oh, good morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I worked from home for a year and did all my own computer fixes or whatever. But for some reason on Monday, my computer didn't see the um, – the website. So I thought, well, I've been doing this for a year. I thought I could fix it, but I didn't. Yeah. So I ended up resetting instead of restoring. So I actually brought it to the computer place. They fixed everything. So I'm back at day one, but now I have to uh, enter all my apps again and all my connections, my printer, oh, etc. Yeah. So it's I, I I outsmarted myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah, a little bit of danger, a little bit of uh, knowledge, knowledge is dangerous. Is dangerous. Yeah. So I had uh, ABG. I'm gonna I'm gonna switch to Open DNS. Well, the, uh, they're not equal. They're not equal. So ABG. Equal? No, ABG is an antivirus that's out of the Czech Republic. So we would tell you to replace that with Webroot. Oh, Webroot. Oh. Yeah, that's an antivirus. 
Oh, but you should you should still configure OpenDNS. That's just a configuration. Okay. Oh, okay, good. I'm glad I called. OpenDNS okay. protects you on the web. Right. Oh, okay. So I, so I will do that. Now, uh, I use for work, when I do work from home, go to my computer. None of those will interfere with that, right? Or We're never going to promise you anything like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I know, no, no. But I mean, it's not like it doesn't jump out at you and say, oh my gosh, don't do that. No, no, no. Okay. It should all work okay. fine. Okay, good. And then <clears throat> my biggest problem yeah. is the uh, Windows 10 screen is very different, and I don't have games anymore. Yeah, you reset it back to factory fresh, right? So what games are you missing? Windows 10 games? Windows 10 games. You know, all the free ones. Well, they took so, those away. Did, <laughs> did they really? Well, if you had them, you got to keep them. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. That's fine. I just thought I, didn't I needed know that. to do something. Yeah. Microsoft. Well, they're, they're apps now. Yeah, they're apps. No, I know, but and that doesn't make sense. you got to pay for them. Right. No, so no, if you no, had no, them no, and no, you no, upgraded, no. they were there. <laughs> I see. I got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm not going to pay for them. I can live without them. Okay. So I, I no spider solitaire? <laughs> well, yeah. None of those games. I'll, I'll be fine. All right. I'll be fine. So I think that's it. I think I can just go and re-enter everything now. Uh, my computer and... So, so Nancy, just, just so people understand what happened, why did you go and factory reset it? What was the issue that caused you to think you had to? I'm just, I, maybe I missed that. I didn't think I was resetting it. I thought I was just restoring it. Oh, to a previous a restore point. I previous see. restore point. And somehow, uh, I don't know, I yep. didn't. No, you brought so it I, back to the original yeah. factory fresh. Okay. Yeah, but the problem, it seems that whenever there's a, a Windows 10 update, right. I, my computer did not see any of the, um, you know, the Wi-Fi networks. So mm -hmm. I would go in, and I don't even know what I did, but then it would work. Right. And um, this time, I couldn't get anything. You know, I went through all the steps I normally did, and I couldn't get it to work. So I thought, oh, let me just restore it. And I didn't. I just somehow yeah. pushed the wrong button. Well, that's how sad. That's how sad this whole Microsoft thing is. I mean, you just had a minor issue. And right. because of this minor issue, I mean, just try to equate it. It's like it's like your blinker wouldn't work on your car, right? And you and you instead, what you did was you decided to completely drive it to a junkyard and have them crush it. <laughs> uh, and that's how Microsoft works. So it, you know, you're you have a silly Wi-Fi issue and you really crushed it right back to factory fresh. Microsoft didn't even warn you enough, clearly, and said, no, "Hey, by no, by the way, Nancy, this is going to bring you back to factory fresh." Right? Yeah. Right. It, no, it didn't tell me that. No. What do you happen. think it told her, Bob? I haven't seen that in a while. What do you think the warning was? Well, it, I, it said uh, there's, it gives you two options. If you want to get rid of all your, all your personal data or if you want to do, start clean. Right. So you had to have chose clean. I think that's the default, too. Yeah. I must you probably it, hit next, next, next. And that's the other issue. It probably is not stark enough for you to be warned, Nancy. But uh, I just was curious. Okay, so, yeah, I just thought I was restored. I restored before and, and never had a problem. But I know. Somehow, yeah, oh, well. But thank Literally. you very much, and I do appreciate the tech people, and I do appreciate your show, so thank you. Thank you. Well, if you see us out there in, in public, you know, give us a little hug. I, we probably have already had our shots, I hope, so, you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to, so I have to. Okay. Right, thanks, Nancy.
right, bye. So much. Okay, All right, bye-bye. see you. Bye. Yeah, I mean, those tech guys out there, I mean, it's a rough world. Yeah. It's a really rough world. And uh, making sure that everything is running cleanly with Microsoft out there. Well, you know, we're like your pets. We've got to make sure we get all our shots. Exactly, and we're, and we're doing that. We'll be back. We're going to step out for a quick break and get to your calls. Feel free to stay online. John and Bill, a couple lines open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And I'm watching every, uh, everyone coming in on the old... Uh, uh, stream over there and I want to thank uh, Glenn and Gary and Austin and uh, Tom who've said good morning and uh, Austin's got a quick question 20H2 is ready to download and install on my computer should I install it or wait um, for it to do it to do it automatically I would say if you've got nothing better to do on this lovely Saturday morning and you and you really want to install it you can uh, but I wouldn't push it I would choose anything else I mean paint the house uh, I don't know, mow the lawn. How about starting it before you go to bed at night and let it go when you're not? When you're not going to be there, yeah. yeah. So, But there's no rush for it. Um, it works. We're running it. You know, It works. It's just one of those things that if it doesn't work, your computer used to work. <laughs> well, they rearranged a lot of the furniture. I'll tell you that in oh, 28 yeah. too. They really did. All right, let's get to your calls. We're going to go to John in Bristol first. What's going on, John? Uh, good morning, guys. Morning. Um, I run a uh, small drone provider service, so I deal with a lot of video and um, photo files, a lot of large files to move. Yeah. And, you know, the biggest problem is not having good uploads. Uh, I'm sorry. I have a button. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. They, to send your stuff up through a thread instead yes. of through a hose. And, right. Um, so I have a, a legacy Google account that I started probably 20 years ago using an old business email that no longer exists. And I don't even know if that email, I thought it was through Google, but, you yeah. know, through all the changes in their um, policies throughout the year and them acquiring YouTube and all this stuff, I still have a basic free account that gives me like 15 gigs of storage. Uh-huh. Well, 15 gigs is not going to do anything. I know, and I and I I run out of that. I have to contact somebody. You know, can you you know delete what I sent you so I can send you some more? <laughs> so, so I'm trying to update, and this yeah. is where my problem comes in because the email that I use to log into my legacy account, which really I could still use the email and my password to get in, but they can't send me an email to that account because it doesn't exist anymore through the servers it was set up through. And I can't, every time I tried to do a reset, you know, reset your account or something like that, I can get into my workspace and my workspace says, okay, you know, you can get more space, but you need to talk to your admin. Well, I'm the admin. I'm one person. I'm the only (laughs) one that's on this account. Right. And And this is a Google account. It's a Google account. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like, when I get into my um, admin count, uh, admin page and I try to update, um, you know, I went through a whole bunch of things and I'm like, okay, if I got to do this, I got to update to G Suite to get right. a payment. You got to right? pay. So, yeah, I'm okay with that. I'm sure. fine, you know. Not that I really want to do it, but I, it's part of business. Yeah. So when I click on the page to, to say do a standard upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. Which is $6 a month, gives me 30 gigs. 
I'm going to go with the business whatever plus to get me two terabytes. Should, uh-huh. should be fine. The problem I'm having, and at least what I think I'm having, because it's all related to, you know, the the snowball effect. If, you know, you get into the, the page where it wants to know, do you have a business domain? Yes, I have a business domain. And I have Google Analytics set up with all this stuff with my legacy account. I'm just afraid that if I keep clicking yes and I put something else in, you know, because now they want to create an email with this account. Right. Is this going to mess up everything I have now? I mean, it, it just frustrates the heck out of me that, you know, when you click from your admin panel to upgrade to G Suite, it doesn't link anything. It's almost like it wants you to start a whole new account. And then I'm in account, you know, purgatory again. You know, so I'm just trying to figure out how I can update without going through this whole thing and messing up all the things I already have set up for my business with Google Analytics and, you know, Google my business. Right. And just wondering if there's an easy way or where I'm going wrong here. Well, I'm going to tell you one thing. So it's a great question and a great point. I mean, I've had numerous discussions with numerous folks who have tried to buck the approach that is being laid out by the cloud provider, whether it's Facebook, Google, Microsoft, or whoever. Uh, there's so many folks that talk kind of the way you are, where you're a little worried about messing up the configuration prior by upgrading to this new state, right? Right. And you have every reason to be concerned. Um, that's very yeah, possible. I mean, the last woman who, who did a factory reset without realizing she was doing a reset for Windows 10. <laughs> right. That's the that's the world we are we are in. Um yeah. so I don't I don't um I'm not surprised you have this feeling. However, you can't buck it. Um when you try to go against what they want you to do, you will cause much more problems for yourself than if that. you that's, than if you go that's forward. What I did ten years ago when they took over YouTube and I couldn't I couldn't merge my two accounts because my brain just couldn't function properly the way that they're telling me to do it, I guess. I well, know. no, you're not alone there either. It's not as intuitive as you think. Um, yeah. So I would and tell you, you to contact ca- anybody. Nope, know? they don't exist. They're all uh, Androids um, over there at Google and the Googleplex. We don't know where they're from or where they're... It could be the dark side of the moon for all we know. Um, so I would tell you that you should just cautiously uh, upgrade uh, following the prompts. And yes, some of your Google Analytics stuff might go away. Um, it may have to be recreated under this new account, um, may have to be imported um, because your Google Analytics account is based on a, on a, you're a bill at something else other than bill at this new domain, correct? I, I think so. Yeah, you that's know, your, I, that's your concern? I, yeah, I just don't know exactly where it is, you know, because when right. I, when I go to sign into Google, it allows me to, you know, log in, like I said, using this old email and password. Right. And it says I have two accounts. Right. Or basically one's a, a workspace right. and in the personal account. I can but, no longer get into my personal account because the password and the email that I use to normally log in will not get me into that account. And if I try to do a reset password, right. you go through all their windows, it just it makes you try to keep logging in. So I'll tell you one account. thing. I'll tell you one thing, Bill. Their chat service is tremendous. Is it? Google does have a chat service. So... I have uh, I, I I mentioned this before. I purchased a place in Florida, and we tried to configure some um, some silly Chromecasts on our network. I mean, I've configured so many Chromecasts, I can't even tell you. Um, 
I couldn't do it on my on in this space in Florida, and it's because the router that the internet provider gave me was incompatible. I would never have known that unless I went wow. on the chat with Chromecast for them to tell me, and they were very quick. So I would tell you to leverage that chat support. So if you go to Google and look up support, they do have a chat, and they're quick and they're responsive and they understand what you're saying. Ask them specifically this question. And they might guide you through it very cleanly so that you don't have to feel worried about it. I think you're going to have to just follow the steps, but they might give you some more comfort that you're not going to blow yourself up. And they might even help you get into the other account. <laughs> they might. <laughs> um, but their chat is really good. They don't. I don't know why they won't want to speak to anybody. They do have phone numbers, but anytime yeah. you try to call the numbers, it always says it's closed. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. But the chat is quick and, and powerful, and we'll put a link up to that on Computer Talk. Bob's already looking for it. Okay. That's what I think I would have you do. Yeah, and then remember, anything you put up there in the cloud, you got to back up. So believe it or not, we at Tab sell services to our business clients, and we wouldn't be able to sell it to you unless you become a business client. But I'm not trying to sell you anything. However, you got to back up your data, right? Just because you right. stick it on the Microsoft Cloud or the Google Cloud doesn't mean it can't be deleted, lost, who knows what. Um, so you need a third party that's going to reach into your Google or your Microsoft account and back it up just in case somebody in your business deletes it on purpose because it happens all the time with 365. Plenty of people who are disgruntled just delete their stuff. Um, yeah. Or if Microsoft makes a mistake and says, oops, I lost your account, <laughs> that happens too. Yeah. Um, make sure you back it up, especially if it's important to you. Yeah. And and just, I mean, I'm glad you guys have GoNetSpeed as a sponsor, you know, and I hope they get into more communities out there. I live in Bristol, and it, it's just frustrating being handcuffed by, you know, Comcast and, and you know. Right. It's just it's it's they're very difficult to run a business that I run and and be able to serve a community or my clients right. loading large files and and even on their end when you try to explain to them look I got a 50 gig file I'm trying to send you and then they don't have the access on the other end right. to download it because their account's not big enough as well right. so I'm trying to find a balance out there too of how can I better serve somebody is there a different way rather than Dropbox or WeTransfer. Or, you know, Google Drive. On encrypted, how to... encrypted thumb drives and, and FedEx. Well, that's what I try to tell these people. But some are like, well, no, just send it to us, and, you know, because we need it now. You're not going to yeah, get know, it now. It's going to take me six hours to upload this stuff. I understand. Yeah, I hope, I hope GoNetSB comes to other communities. Go ahead and tell them you're interested in having them come, and they'll come. Yeah. All right, Bill. Okay. All right, good John, luck, sir. That's okay. <laughs> I'll let, I gotta let you go. Guys. You too. Yep. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye bye. So uh, we're gonna step up for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls, Mike and Jack. Hang on. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Just check out my levels for Matt so he doesn't freak out over there in Farmington. Let's go right to uh, Mike in Middletown next. What's going on, Mike? Mike, you there? Yeah, Morning, this, sir. Should be, this should be a real easy one for you guys, a yes uh -oh. or no type thing. Uh-oh. Why do you say all of sitting there shuddering? But anyhow, <laughs> any kind of any kind of easy question has always got some sort of loaded piece to it. So go ahead. What do you got, Mike? Yeah, my eighty eighty eight has been running really slow, and I was thinking of uh, re uh, installing the uh, operating system, but I can't find my diskette twenty two. <laughs> what? So eighty eighty eight was one of the first processors out. Eighty eighty six was first. Super old. Yeah. 
We're talking uh, mid 1990s here. Yeah, w- yeah, you're kidding, right, Mike? <laughs> of course he is. I don't know. You know. Believe believe it or not, I do still have that one. It's down cellar. It was one that I built. <laughs> oh, good for you. Does it work on dual flappies? Pardon me. Does it work on dual flappies? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's supposed to be the operating system, and the other one's your data. Oh. <laughs> All right. Here, here, here's. I just, it just like I said, just hopefully is a simple question. Right. Um, this spam stuff that keeps coming in. I mean, yeah. like I can go in and look in the spam folder, clean it out, and I can go back about three hours later, and there's a hundred and twenty nine spam things that come in. Granted, some of it I do want to go into that folder, but. My question is, are wild cards still usable? Because I don't know how many times I'll see a listing of, let's say, for instance, 123 at 123.xv. And then another one underneath it, it'll say 234 at 123.xv and everything else. Yeah. Um, I use uh, um, Outlook. Yes. They do have a block feature on there. They but do. Of, cor- of course, as you go through, you keep seeing, and if you go and, and hover over, you will see that each one of these things that come out are, you know, a different um, beginning. You know, right. the ending, you know, the... Uh, um, uh, the at is the same. Right. Now, right. can you... Can, <sighs> yes, you can I, use wildcards. You can you can. Um, now, there's two spots you want to configure your spam blocking. Um, you can do it within your Outlook, right? You can right. do some of your settings in there, and we'll put some links from Microsoft, believe it or not. Um, and uh, they can show you how to do that with wildcards. You can actually block domains. And who is your who's ho- your post office? Who's hosting your mail? Uh, Hotmail. Hotmail. Microsoft again. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can go onto your Microsoft uh, Hotmail account on the web yeah. and go into the configurations uh, for that and go ahead and modify your spam settings in there as well. So and that way you'll still, have double protections. Right, and I'll still be allowed to use the uh, uh, wildcards in that place? I don't know about there. Maybe. They may offer that. I, I don't use Hotmail, so I'm not sure. But they do have a, they most likely have a spam setting where you can set it based on a level of how aggressive you want it to be. Uh, okay. Is there anything else you wanted to add, Bob? No, I mean, spam is the uh, I don't know, a thorn in the side of just about everybody since the email was uh, created. Developed. Yeah. I wish I could do it with my mailbox, the junk mail I still get in my mailbox. But right. unfortunately, we can't do that. I mean, there is a way to pre, I guess, preview your mail that's coming from the mailbox, but you still can't tell them not to chuck it before it gets there. <laughs> well, if it goes into your junk mail, that's okay, because you know you can go in and and search for somebody. You right. know what I mean, or review it. I'm talking about bit. my physical mailbox. Oh yeah. The one where I literally have the trash cans out there in the, during trash day, and I go from my mailbox to the trash <laughs> and well, wheel them up. But you've got to understand. The post office makes more money from the spam mail or, right. you know, that sort of junk mail than it does from regular mail. So that's where the spammers learned it because they're making a lot of money from us, Mike. Yeah, they are. So we'll put a link up there for you how to use wildcards um, in your spam settings, and that should hopefully help you set that up a little bit. All 
All right, excellent. I appreciate that. And for Bob, I mean, he he knew about my my <laughs> uh, computer that I have here. Uh, does he believe that I should probably upgrade it now for uh, from a uh, three hundred baud modem? <laughs> baud, three hundred baud, man. That's such yeah. High well, power. That, is that the one where you're taking the receiver off your phone and putting putting it on the <laughs> that's war game modem? stuff. <laughs> Oh, you remember those days. Okay, thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate it. Hey, thank I you, have nightmares Mike. about those days. Yeah, thanks, Mike. <laughs> All right. Uh, 8088, two floppies. I, think, I don't go that far back. Um, my first computer was a 28612 Turbo. <laughs> turbo. The math coprocessor? It did have the math coprocessor. <laughs> yes, it did. And I could do Excel really well. Actually, it was Lotus back then. I put a memory expansion card on mine. I got it up to uh, 20 megs. Wow. It was funny. I was one of the only guys in um, college, that my, all my buddies, that didn't have, didn't have computers. So they'd come over to my house, and we'd have to do our papers and print it out on our Panasonic dot matrix printer yep. and bring it back to, to UConn. And so then you had to buy QEMM memory management software to be able to actually implement all that extra RAM. You know, it wasn't built in because the operating system could only handle one meg. It's weird how you remember that. Yeah, I've long forgotten. And that. a lot of them, they started off with eight k. Yes, and when you got up to like sixteen k, that oh. was so big. I know <laughs> nobody would ever use more than a megabyte of RAM. <laughs> it's all now. It's all, all. I think all this uh, additional software is just the trackers better. Well, back then they didn't know what I was doing on the old internet. They had monochrome screens. You had the green or the orange. Yes, <laughs> we had a color screen. We had a color screen. So we're going to be here until uh, eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. Everything we've talked about has been posted by Mike G over at computertalkwithtab.com. It's the name of the show.com, which also works. And of course, over on Facebook, you can watch us on Facebook Live over at WTIC's Facebook page. And feel free to chime in, say hello. Uh, if you have any questions, we might be able to get to those as well. Um, and if you like us at Tab Computer Systems, a anything, <laughs> this music back there, my, Matt, is, Matt Soroy's back there in the studio is just giving me a hard time today. Um, what was I saying? If you like us at Tab Computer Systems and Mark Zuckerberg deems the newsworthy, it just might get into your news feed. So we'll be stepping out for a quick break for the news and get back to your calls. Two lines open for you, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.